Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. So one thing about me is that, and I think this is like my Libra rising part, is that I like things to be really pretty. And so when I do like basic things, like find a diary every start of the year, I'm not like one of those people that just gets like lined ones that are blank and, you know, like they're boring and I, there's no inspiration in there at all. And so for the past couple of years, I have been obsessed with this one diary by this amazing woman who you're going to know as soon as I say her name, but she basically has created something that's like everything my brain wants. It's got magic. It's got beauty. It's got information. It's not boring. And so every year I have this immense gratitude for this amazing woman called Stacey DeMarco. And she is with me right now. She is an author. She makes these beautiful card decks. She does these diaries. She does everything. And uh, she's awesome. And I love her. And I'm so happy that she's here with me. Hello, Stacey. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) But I'm really delighted that you love the diary so much. It's it's just the best thing ever. And I will get into that after because it's not like a normal thing. Like most people do a book or they'll do a card deck, but like no one really does a diary and you've like totally nailed it. Like I wouldn't even compete with you because I beg, what else do you need? You've already (laughs) done it. Let me tell you a funny story about this diary. So let me show you like this is the 2023. I know I've ordered mine. Uh, Here's here's the current one. Have you got one? Okay, you've got the 2022. (laughs) So this is the 2023, so it's a night garden. So pretty. So beautiful. Ugh. But anyway, like I'll send you one out. You can, you'll see it. I'm excited. So, so when I, as a witch, right, you know, this is important, the lunar and the seasonal stuff. Yep. And I used to get, this is like 15 years ago, okay, or yep. 16 years ago. I used to get a diary from the Northern Hemisphere because yeah. like there wasn't one from the Southern Hemisphere that no. I loved. And it was out of sheer annoyance at having to get all the moons out and, and brighten me <laughs> myself and convert it and twist it and all that. But I went to my publisher and yeah. I said, hey, I want to do, I want to do a Southern Hemisphere lunar and seasonal diary. And I'm explaining it to her. And she's sitting there like looking at me like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're what? What? Like, what are you talking? What why would someone want something like this? And also you could do this electronically. Why do people want a diary anymore? Yeah. You know, like, like, so I'm sitting there going, look, I promise you there's a hot, if I'm annoyed by this, mm-hmm. there's got to be lots of other people mm-hmm. annoyed by this. I said, look, you know, I, I work so hard on convincing her. Right. And I, and I said, okay, look, let's just do one. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, okay, then 
I've it's made done. a mistake, you know. And I've got my own diary. It, that's right. <laughs> and we make it really beautiful and, you know, and it has all the wheel of the year. It has yeah. like all that. And it found a market yeah. in the very first year. And then she was like, oh, I'm really shocked. I'm really shocked. <laughs> like I told oh, you. There's a lot of pissed off people out there like there me. There is. You know? like, yeah. Okay. And then we just. So now we're in, this is like 14 years, 15 wow. years. Wow. Right? And now not only is it Southern Hemisphere, we've done a Northern Hemisphere. Oh, you got so, the North. <laughs> yeah. So, so people are going, oh, actually, we like this little Aussie thing. We yeah. like this Aussie diary. Like, Good we, on you. Know, she flipped it around. And, and often we get things, obviously, from the Northern Hemisphere coming yeah. here. But for us to have success over there, um, you know, is a, you know, a little Australian publisher is is a really good thing. So that's so um, good, yeah. and good on you for like going. There's a big hole in this market, and you yeah. should fill it. And even though they said no, you're like, no, you should. Yeah, you like should just try like, it. Like seriously, I was, you know, like normally I have these great meetings with my publisher, and we sit down, and I'm like, oh, I've got this idea for this or an idea for that. And normally it's an easy, you know, fairly easy. Yeah. Sell. I'm not an easy sell, but I'm like, I've got this really good, you know, like, okay, I'll take that one or I won't take that one. You know, like, but that one I had to really, you know, kind of try to explain because because it's not something outside our circle really yeah. that the average person would know. Yeah. But when, you know, there's a, you know, amazingly now we're 14 years down the track, 15 years down the track. Hair flip. <laughs> but, but it's the average person who buys this now. totally because it's so awesome you don't have to be pagan because you know like everyone's into the lunar cycle now exactly so, and it, you can kind of like because some people will follow the wheel but not yeah. really so much the moon or that you get yeah. the moon people or you get the people who go I just want a pretty diary yeah. so you kind of get like pretty, all different yeah. people yeah and also because at the beginning there's that little planning section in each month yes. and um and you have people that like the amount of people who have written to me and gone I just love that section in the front because it makes me think and plan for the next month yes. so thank you for putting that in I and love like, that oh, too okay all right so you are you pagan no I'm not pagan yeah I, I just have like, a brain yeah yeah I like that I'm like okay that's awesome good on you thank you now I do have one question and this is probably the most important question that I will ask you yes you mentioned the other day that you have a puppy yes what kind of puppy do you have oh oh, I should have bought a picture because I've I've come downstairs because it's she's a teen pup so oh yes so I have, a big, I have a I have a large Ridgeback who's who's he's beautiful I love him Yes, the most patient boy in the world. But teen puppies, I don't know. She's a rescue. She had a oh, very bad good. start. Yeah. Um, but she looks a lot like him, but no ridge. And yeah. uh, she's very, very cute, but super high energy right now. Yeah. Big teen pup. So today, because I knew I'd be talking to you, today I put her into dog daycare. <laughs> uh, as you do as a good mother for socialization. Yes. Because I thought if she's around she'd be jumping on the table oh, like she is like I wouldn't complain girl, so. but I can understand from your part it's, it gets a bit full on <laughs> we we may get a visit from one of the cats who knows I'm all uh, for but, it you know, it's all good. an animal friendly show uh, fantastic. <laughs> I so used to be a vet nurse in my last life oh. and um 
I know we used to get lots of Ridgebacks come in and they were one of my favorites because they're so sweet and they're so big and like friendly giants. And then like all the rescue dogs as well. We had a rescue who we got her when she was nine and she was like, she'd been a breeder. She'd had a horrible life and rescue dogs just have something so special about them because they're so like appreciative. They have so much love they want to give. And as soon as you start to show them that the world isn't a bad place, they just like brighten up. Uh, She, you know, like you, you probably know from my page, my Facebook page, we raise a lot of money for, you know, rescues. Awesome. And, um, you know, we've done that for a very long time mm-hmm. uh, and it's something that's important to me. Um, totally, you know, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, when it was time for us to get a new pup, it was great because all the rescue people that, that I knew were like, oh, so we're <laughs> ready. <laughs> we have a pup, you know, and, and, you know, Elka, which is, this is her name. Elka. Oh, beautiful. Um, Elka was, you know, one of five pups found in a box starving oh, on the side no. of a road with, you know, um, ringworm and malnutrition and, you know, one of them died. And, you know, oh, like that's sad. people are not, there's some people out there that, you know. <sighs> seriously, you know, yeah. Yeah, seriously. So, you know, Luckily, they were found um, great foster, you know, and, and you know, rescue. Yeah. And, um, you know, we ended up taking Elka. So, you know, oh, she, she is a, an absolute joy. But as anyone who has a, a, a pup that's got oh, a man, it's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get anything done right now. The last yeah. three months has been, you know, if it, all the people with children and toddlers are going, ha ha. <laughs> but, you know, um, hopefully that will, you know, uh, in calm time. down a little bit yeah in time. <laughs> and, and she's being really smart she's watching Hector who's very well trained that's yep. why we back watching him and you know we've got her into training with a fantastic trainer really awesome. early so she'll be great you know oh and good he loves the cats and you know do the cats cool. love her oh yeah except oh, for when she's too, too oh yeah much. no totally <laughs> the, yeah. and then the they're like gonna climb up really high into the cat tower and i'll watch for a yeah bit, you know? oh cool yeah. yeah okay so first question first official yes. question for you yes yes what do you have a morning ritual and this yes. could be a magical one a mundane or kind of a mix of both but i love to hear how people start their day yeah so i'm i'm generally an early riser yeah um i never used to be mm-hmm. but I, i've become that way um, I live in a house on a cliff with a huge garden, small house. Yeah. So I, the first thing I'll, I'll do is, is I'll, you know, get up and I'll go out into the garden, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's sort of at the time, at, at the moment, it's dark in the morning often when I get yeah. up. But when the sun starts to come back, you know, we're past solstice now. So, you know. The perfect uh, time of day know, when the sun yeah, starts to come up. It, it's gorgeous, the, the colours and everything. So I, I tend to walk the garden because I've got lots of, you know, lots of native animals in my, mm-hmm. my garden. Uh, I've got a pair of peregrine falcons I can see in the tree. Up, mm, up, up wow. Um, so I'll tend to do that. And part of that will be I'll stop somewhere that I feel connected with that in that morning. And I will stop and I'll take a breath and I'll, 
connect with what I call the big circle, which is, you know, the earth, everything mm. extending outwards, expanding outwards, pulling up energy, extending outwards. So no matter how bad I feel, so, you know, I was saying to you, you know, it's been a while, you and I have been trying to coordinate, but, yep. <laughs> you know, I've been sick or had kids, you know, or whatever. This is, this is a way of just grounding and also sending and connecting with energy I never feel particularly tired because I can pull up what, mm. the, what mother gives me, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's, it's awesome. Um, and then extend that energy out to any, anything or any, anyone else, right? Yep. Um, then I'll come back inside and I'll light a candle on the altar. Mm -hmm. um, and I also have a smaller altar to um, Vesta, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, 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 the sort of fire of the house. Yep. Um, and then you know, um, the day begins, you know, like, and it, but it's, it's that moment of connection and what, are, you know, also as I'm walking around, it's kind of like, what do I want to do today? You know, like, yeah. and that's kind of mundane in a way, because it's mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, well, I've got to do, you know, today I was up earlier, you know, I had a, a call I took from someone overseas. I've got you lovely, mm -hmm. you know, beautiful <laughs> Amy. And I've got some other things I've got to do today. So it's this little way of going over it in my mind, how that's going to be, you know? Yeah. Um, it's nice to do that though because then you're not starting the day with this like boom 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 and get yeah. things done you've already yeah. like processed your mental to-do yeah. list and you're yeah. like ready to go yeah I mean it's also kind of stoic as in capital s stoic philosopher you know they they talk about starting your day where you think about how you you know we don't we don't um, predict what it's going to look like mm -hmm. but we prepare for what, yeah. it's, what we think it's going to be right mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of like that. That's always given me a feeling of um, calm. You yes. know, to kind of go, no matter how busy it is, all right, well, today's going to be probably a bit chaotic, you know? So mm -hmm. how can I remain, how can I radiate calm in mm -hmm. amongst all of that, right? Beautiful. As much as I can. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean I'm always successful. <laughs> but you no. can have the intention, can't you? Like, all right, well, today's probably going to be a bit busy. I really tried. <laughs> I'm trying, you know. Yeah. Um, so, and also, too, in the morning, once everything's open, um, I'll go around and I'll, uh, and if I need to harvest any of my uh, herbs and plants, because like yep. I said, I've got a big garden, I will go and harvest in the morning. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah. And are the herbs for anything in particular? Are you, is yeah, it stuff that you're be. using or just something that yeah. you feel you need on you? It might be for client talismans or it might be I'm, I'm making an ointment later on that day or I'm, you know, like for example, yesterday I harvested a whole bunch of chickweed, which mm. is very nice this time of year, and I put it in a jar of vodka because I'm going to make vodka chickweed. Nice. Um, it's very nice, very bright green. It'll end up being bright green. But the other thing I'm doing with it is I'm putting it in oil so I can make an anti-inflammatory um, um, ointment for later on. Beautiful. You know, so that's that was yesterday. Uh, mm -hmm. Today I, um, I've got some comfrey that is getting a little bit out of control. Mm -hmm. So I might take some of that out today and also put that in some oil to steep it and then I'll use that also for ointments nice I love what a good way to start the day yeah, and I love like nice. grounding is so powerful I think like yeah. if 
if anything's going wrong and I'm feeling super stressed or anxious or whatever, that's always my first like go to is like take off your shoes, go outside, just stand and reset. But I love I because I I wake up early as well. Yeah. And I like that you kind of wake with the sun. I love that kind the act of like you can see when the the earth is waking up and that liminal time I find just so peaceful and calming and it's like really magical everything looks beautiful outside and, it's and quiet so like quiet. it's before the crazy starts you know exactly like my phone starts but, you know, it's everything. just you and the birds and the birds yeah. are telling you the earth is awake now and that's yeah, yeah. that's fine I love yeah. that sound this time of year we were awoken uh, at my house by the kookaburra chorus because oh we yeah a, we have a family of kookaburras the territorial kookaburras that yep. live there um and you know, about soon as first light happens, uh, it doesn't have to be sunrise, but first light, mm-hmm. you get the kookaburra chorus. They're know? off. <laughs> yeah, they're off. Uh, and then different times a year we'll get different birds doing that, which is I love it. a beautiful cyclic thing if you're aware of it. Yeah, we live up in the hills um, in the Dandenong Ranges. And so we're the same, like we have so many different birds and they do that all different times of the year. They kind of like change shifts and go, now it's my turn to wake everybody up and (laughs) let you know. So I know the kookaburras will be out soon because every morning they're the same. They're all like, hey, you know, we're all here and we're going to have a chat with everybody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny because you wake up kind of laughing. And you know, the soon it'll be the peregrines for us because they're they're gonna mate soon mm-hmm. and they have a lot of noise, the the two of them. Um, but that is like, you know, you expect that kind of groovy, hawky, eagle yeah. sound like beer or something yeah, like yeah. that. Nah, nah, that's not what peregrines <laughs> sound like. Peregrines go. <laughs> <laughs> Like a friend of mine stayed over a couple of weeks ago and she goes, what was that? That was just such an ugly sound. What was that? And I went, oh, ugly sound. Look up there, you know. Look. They're mating. Isn't that what you like, do? Oh, my God, look how beautiful they are. And I'm like, yes, peregrines are very beautiful, but they don't make a, a very pretty sound. That's so funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So going way back. Yeah. What was your journey like in becoming a witch? Like, were you always one, or was it something that kind of found you along the way, or oh, like, how did it all did I trip of over it? Did you trip over it? Did it <laughs> hit you on the head? <laughs> yeah. um, look, I think as a child. Um, so, if you think, I always think about witchcraft and paganism as being earth honoring, and yep. you know before anything else right mm-hmm. um so I was a very earth honoring kid mm-hmm. right so I was better in the garden I was always surrounded by pets I had a great love of animals from a very early age um, my mother said that if she ever wanted to kind of calm me down like get rid of me for some reason you know she just send her out to the garden yeah. and I would be like there with the plants and you know like mm-hmm. um I found great awe and wonder from a very early age into nature, right, Mm -hmm. very very early. Um, And then I got into mythology and I got into the stories of the ancient Greeks and Romans and Egyptians and and really thought that that whole thing was incredible and was very lucky that 
um, my parents, you know, they didn't have a lot of money, but they exposed me to the library, right? Love so, the library. Yeah, and God bless the librarians because um, <laughs> I was a very curious kid. So mm-hmm. I would go, what should I read? And they're like, oh, okay. So I read from a really, really early age. Yeah. Like I was reading before school um, and that was a great joy, you know, and, you know, does that make you a writer? I don't know, but it makes you have a great love of books. For a very and a love of words, which I think word. makes you a writer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, and then, I mean, I, w- I was brought up, a you know, like not an active Catholic, but certainly I went to a Catholic school. Yeah. I was, I was very aware of the mythos of the, the Catholic church. And then uh, decided as a teenager, I didn't relate to this at all, um, but I still had a great, sort of feeling of you know like a hole there you know what what am I like I I do feel spiritual but you know like spiritual that word then wasn't doesn't sort of have the meaning it does now yeah what is it so you know in my uni years I started looking at you know am I Hindu am I Buddhist am I you know like Mm -hmm. you you go through it all you know Mm -hmm. and, and I'm a you know researcher you know I have you know I've got that sort of a mind so you you check it all out, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm a bit like that. I'm a bit like that. Yeah, I tick really that box, found, but not that. <laughs> not that. So I kind of had this idea that I was connected to the big picture somehow, mm-hmm. but maybe not any religion, you know. And I love the mythos. So gosh, you know, maybe I was, maybe I could follow an old religion. I don't yeah. know but I didn't really realise that there was a practice out there, right? I wasn't exposed to that. There's no internet, people, out there. Yeah. There's no internet, right? There wasn't the internet? No what? No internet. So I couldn't go, I feel like this. And <laughs> what is it? What is it, right? Um, and, you know, there were occult shops. There were, you know, those. Yeah. But if you really wanted to go and check, you have to find somebody, mm. right, which is kind of good and bad at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So I remember I was getting on it. I used to work for a very big music company and um, I was in PR and communications. And I used to travel to America once a month. And I remember getting to the airport once and then not having any books, you know, no Kindles back then. Yeah. Nothing like that. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to sit on this flight with no book, you know. So I grabbed about four from the bookstore. Yeah, at, you know, I love the airport bookshop. Airport bookshop. <laughs> and one of them happened to be a book on paganism, who knew, mm. uh, by Starhawk, right? Yes. Who's famous. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to LA, I realised I was pagan. Wow. I was possibly uh, not a witch formally, but like a lot of the things I would do were kind of that sort of thing yeah and I was very into activism you know animal activism and, and environmental activism anyway yeah. back then so I'm like oh my god this is kind of the practice of it and so I started to go down that pathway and and check it out right yeah. is this for me just like I checked out where the Buddhism is or you know and I realized oh my god there is a path yeah right? and it's not a path that tells you what to do it's a no. path that you, you know, there is some framework, but you can kind of look at different aspects of, right? Yeah, you can and create your own journey. You can create, yeah. 
And because I was already kind of like, I knew all the mythos. <laughs> I mm-hmm. knew all that. I was yep. into it. Um, and I realized, oh my God, it fit together. Perfect. You know, I worked out how it fit together. And so from there, I got serious, right, mm-hmm. about it. I end up, ended up studying in Greece with some atomistic priestesses there. Wow. Um, because I worked out pretty quickly that Artemis, who I loved all her mythos even as a teenager, mm-hmm. this idea that you can be independent and athletic and you didn't have to look like all the other girls. Mm-hmm. You know, you could. You, you can be badass. To, yeah, you can wear mm-hmm. the short shit on and run the forest and have your, have your own dogs <laughs> yeah. and it's all good, you know, mm-hmm. you don't need to rely on a man. It's all yep. like really different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I realised there was a pathway there. Yep. Uh, so it all, you know, it all started fitting. And, and, and eventually, fast forward, I decided um, as part of my great work, as my, my initiation, that I would write a book mm-hmm. and I was, don't forget, working very corporate life. Yeah. You know, very rational corporate life. I wrote a book called Witch in the Boardroom, which was mm-hmm. a very big success, crazy. Uh, and that enabled me to kind of do this, decide to do this work. Kind of, it gave me the confidence to kind of go, all right, well, I don't have to do this other stuff I can plan you know I sort yeah. of for a while I wasn't stupid and threw it all out you yep. know but I can I can be uh, a witch I can really walk the pathway yeah which is and then you know I end up being a creator of all these things now. yeah yeah what was it like going from, because I saw that you referred to yourself as a corporate animal. Yeah. What was it yeah. like going from that world to a world that you could kind of create your own life? Like yes. you were doing something basically completely different. Yeah. Yeah. What was that well, journey like? I mean, I was still using, you know, the way I think about it is I was still using my talents, you know, yeah. so, you know, I, I used my writing skills and communication skills and research skills, you know, all the way along, mm-hmm. but it's what I used it for. Yeah. Right? And one of the hardest things ever was to like for anyone, and I have a lot of clients who, who are the same, who go, I want to do this thing over here, but I don't know how to transition. Yeah. Because I'm earning a you know good living and I'm I'm good at what I do. And when I tell my partner, husband, friends, I'm going to go over here and be this thing yeah and I'll go are you an you an idiot yeah why would you do that mm-hmm. right and I remember my my parents going are you in, involved in a cult or something <laughs> like, why would you why would you give up this really well-paid life mm. that you worked really hard for mm-hmm. um why you know self-made really hard why would you just chuck that out the window mm. And take a risk, such a big risk over here. Mm-hmm. And to me, it wasn't such a great risk because I had balanced both of them for some time. Yeah. But when my first book came out, I was still working in corporate. I didn't mm. just like give it up. No. Um, and there's a certain sacrifice of time and effort and everything that you're doing, working a full-time job and writing at night. Yeah. So, you know, really hard. Um, 
but I had to do it because mm-hmm. I, I began to really resent the work I was doing, no matter mm-hmm. how well paid or how much I enjoyed it or not. Yeah. Um, you begin to be called over here. The right? pull is strong. The call is strong. And mm. it was kind of like, well, I can I can do that or not. You know, mm. I, I, I can give it a go. And if what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, it doesn't work and I go back to work. Yeah, exactly. But for somebody else, right? That you know, like I, I had enough confidence in my skills to mm-hmm. go, I can still get a job. Yeah. And I think that because I get a lot of people who say that they they want to go and do something, but where they are is so comfortable and like yeah. how they do it, they don't have any support. And I, I totally understand that. But then I, I think like big picture, you go, when you die, that money isn't coming with you, you know, like it's not coming with you. But you, I don't want to get to like 80, 90, 100 and go, damn it. Like, I wish I had just like tried. <coughs> Now I've had to live um, going, well, what if, what if, and that's, that's even worse than, than maybe failing, but going, at least I tried it because like that regret will stay with you forever. Yeah. Yeah. Regret is terrible. Regret is terrible. (laughs) Yeah. So with all your work, and you kind of mentioned this just before, so there's a lot of like mention of different deities, like in, in your diaries, you always mention different ones, depending on like where the time is. And you've got this new um, Oracle deck coming out, which I'm very excited about. Um, <laughs> I've got a co- I finally got a copy. Oh, you finally, why I didn't finally- you have one? <laughs> you made I it. You, I will get you one. I've only just got it. So Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> excuse so, me my coughing as you know oh, I'm no. it's so fun um so with that do you have I know you mentioned Artemis but do yeah. you have someone in particular or maybe there's one two three four whatever yeah. that you work with yeah and so who were they it, it took me it took me years really except yeah. Artemis was the first right yes. Artemis, Artemis and Akati yes were the first right and then um, and look, I always think when people say, oh, how do I find my patroness? I mean, I call them the patroness. Right? Yes. Yep. The one that you, you work with or the patron, that's a, mm-hmm. that's masculine. Um, I think they're the, the, the deity that if you look at the themes of your life or the things that you need, mm-hmm. they embody that. Yeah. Okay. So for me, Artemis showed me that it was okay to be different Mm -hmm. right she showed me that it was okay to love nature to have sovereignty in my own realm to be independent Mm -hmm. um because that wasn't such a big deal back then yeah um and it was okay to be kind of focused like the archer you know interested in in other things besides you know for me I wasn't particularly interested in getting married. I wasn't yeah. particularly interested in having children. Like Artemis, she doesn't have children, but mm-hmm. she, but she is the a, a goddess of childbirth and of of young young children, right? Mm-hmm. So not having them, but looking but look supporting at, them, them. to them, yeah, mm. uh, and women who are pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I found that whole thing really interesting and mm. a reflection on sort of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Hakati 
was, you know, the triple goddess. She's the goddess of witchcraft. And every and everyone was like, oh, she's a dark goddess. She do, you know, Hakadi now is very popular, right? Yes. Back when I first started, oh, you don't want to mix with that. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Well, hang on a minute. You know, she's the goddess of the crossroads. She's the goddess of illumination. Mm-hmm. You know, I really understood how the dark goddesses are not evil or nasty no. or anything like that. But, you know, like most people don't see it that way, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, nah, I'm going to try working with her. And she was really responsive and loving and protective and really assisted me in building my magic, right? Yep. So those two, easy, right? Yep. They're not easy, but, you know, those two were the ones that came quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, when I was looking for a place of my own, my own sort of house and family and realm, and mm-hmm. I started working with, um, with Vesta, Mm-hmm. Um, the you know the Roman Vesta, mm-hmm. and I kind of said to her, "If you can help me find a place, you know, um, <laughs> I will always have a fire burning for you." In, in place, right? <laughs> and I found, like, after I sort of did some workings with her, I got you know the place I'm in now. Um, and so you know the shrine that I told you about my morning the fire is burning. Oh, she gets a little <laughs> fire in her shrine, right? Um, and then, the, and I want to really emphasize this because a lot of people are like, oh, you've got to have a masculine and a feminine. Well, mm. actually, it took me a really long time. And I, you know, I do this, I work with this every day to find some gods to work with, right? Yeah. And it wasn't until I kind of, I was 10 years down the track mm-hmm. where I'm like, you know, I probably should start looking at the masculine. <laughs> you know, I probably. I will think about it. Yeah, like I came in really from the feminine divine Mm -hmm. part and I was a bit suspicious of some of the gods. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, know, (laughs) when you read the mythos and I don't know, I don't know. And so I started working with Tor. Yep. And um, completely huge, funny, big energy, completely different. When I came to this house, um it's on the top of a hill and it gets struck by lightning quite a bit yeah Um, wow yeah yeah so like we've got a big tree out there that got struck by lightning just before we arrived and the other owners are like just be really mindful (laughs) that you know when there's a storm you've got to make sure you're inside so like okay and so I then I kind of thought maybe this is the place maybe yeah maybe right so we kind of you know, I, I started working with Tor and really enjoying that. Um, That's so and, cool. Yeah. What a perfect then, spot too with the lightning. It's like, oh, my God, going, he loves it here. Like I've got, <laughs> I've got, you know, rune symbols in the tree now. Like I've carved them awesome. in the tree for protection. So, I'm, you know, we haven't been hit by lightning since. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. Um, when it gets really bad here, I always go, okay, enough. You know, like, please, you can chill out now. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for you and all that, but it's a bit scary now. Um, I work with, depending on what I'm working on, I might also work with Shiva. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, like it, there's, there's lot the gods. I Tor's the main one. Odin, I'll work with Odin. Um, I really like the Norse gods. Yeah, uh, to work with, I really mm-hmm. enjoy that. Um, but I think. The, the feminine divine came first yeah absolutely first, yeah 
And what do you say to people? Because one question I do get a lot is people wanting to work with someone, but they're like, I don't even know how I'm supposed to do that. Like, do they come to me? Do I go to them? Is it both? Like, what would you say to someone who wants to get into that deity work, but they have no idea where to even begin? So the first thing is, as I always say, the the Greeks had it right when they said nothitharon, which Mm -hmm. meant know thyself. Mm -hmm. Get a sit down with a pen and paper and think about the things of your life sorry what you need help with right mm-hmm. you might go oh my love life is, te- is is terrible it's up you know it's shit right always has been all right well maybe we could look at that right mm-hmm. or my job i'm not great with that or you know i'm scared of this or i've mm-hmm. had trauma or you know whatever it is write it down get clear mm-hmm. And then start looking at who are the goddesses, let's say it's a goddess, Mm -hmm. who are the deities or goddesses that most work with this. Yeah. Right? So so that's a a way in, right? Mm -hmm. Everything you should do should be respectful. Yes. Read their mythos. Read their stories. Get Mm -hmm. a feel for who they are, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, and original sources. Yeah. Right? So don't. Don't look at the Christianized version of the like, <laughs> no, or you know, any of the Irish or English, you know, there's some really amazing dark goddesses that have such a bad reputation. And mm. they don't have a bad reputation until the Christians came on board, right? Mm-hmm. So go right back, original sources. And then, you know, then you can, if you're experienced, you can write yourself a little ritual. If you're not experienced, just find out what they like. So, for example, you know, if you're working with Greek goddesses, they like a little prezzy, you know, yeah. so you might want to give them some wine, you know, yep. olive oil, um, some, some lovely incense. If you're working with Egyptian, you know, gods and goddesses, you know, a little bit of gold or a particular um, stone they like, you can use honey, you know, like mm-hmm. just find out what they like, like tor loves a beer man like he loves <laughs> mead he likes a beer right I don't drink beer right but I, I don't drink you know but I will get the mead out good honey mead mm-hmm. and the, when you're offering something to the Norse gods they kind of like it that you offer it to them you have a sip you know like yourself yeah you're and having you a little party together it's a, it's a yeah it's a mm-hmm. conversation right mm-hmm. so you know I, you know um find what their symbol is you can draw that you know like Tor's got you know his hammer Mjolnir mm-hmm. you know so you could you can do that but you know Artemis is the archer so I have arrowheads I make oh you know, wow like, cool yeah, like, yeah so so just work out what you, that part of that is a gift a respectful thing mm-hmm. um don't just go in going the way I explain it to people is, to, let's say you're meeting from someone for the first time, Amy. Do you go mm. up and go, hi, I'm Amy. Give yeah. me $20,000. I really <laughs> need it right now, okay? I mean, you could try, but you I don't try, think it would go well. Go, uh, who the hell are you? Thanks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this is about building a relationship, yeah. a respectful relationship. And, you know, you're soon going to find out if a deity's not interested. Mm-hmm. you're going to get nothing yeah There's not going to be any kind of warm feeling or but I, i've never experienced a, an absolute no mm. like in, in any deity i've been respectful with and, mm-hmm. and serious about i've never found that and also you know um 
most of the ones I've got in, say, my Oracle decks or something, there's a little invocation in there. Beautiful. Right? So there's a starting point. There's a lot just internet is so amazing <laughs> there's always something there's so much information out there and I think also it's like making like it doesn't matter if you don't have exactly the thing that they want like yeah. really at the end of the day it's like intention and respect yes. so yeah. even if you did just give them like some water but you're yeah. doing it because you have this really nice intention of I, I want to give you something because yes. I want to work with you then that's yeah. going to mean more yes. than spending weeks going oh I can't find the exact wine that they had back in the day yes. go, I mean look my matter. students I, I mean when I'm training someone in a serious way I ban them from any tools or anything yeah. for the first, you know, six months. All Everyone's first. expensive, you know, I've got a wand, I've got this, I've got that. Yeah, well, you're not going to use it for <laughs> because really your finger should be enough, right? Yeah. So, so, you know, it's about, like you're saying, you know, this intention, this this feeling of respect and, dare I say it, love, extending yeah. that out. You know? Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, now I wanted to ask you, um, mm. cause one of my next big goals is I really want to write a book. It's been something Yay! I've been saying, yeah, I've been saying a million <laughs> times and there's always yeah. something that's in the way, but I'm like, no always. stuff that I need to, need to do it. Yeah. So with you, all your work is so beautiful and detailed and the way you write is so lovely. And I, it's so like really just captures that picture so depending on like what you're doing, because you do have so many different things that you that you create, do you yeah. have like a creation process? Do you have something like a way of going into it? Is it like a theme that just comes to you or do you get told something you have to do? Like how does it all come about? All right. So I don't use fancy terms like spirit told me. No. <laughs> no. So I'm not that person. So if you're looking for that, um I think I am a intensely curious person mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and I find great inspiration and wonder in what is actually there mm -hmm. to start with yeah okay so the idea that people want to go off into Mars and space and all that um when we haven't really had a good look at the yeah. ocean yeah, there's it's a lot there. It's a bit crazy to me, you know. <laughs> so much I don't know and mm -hmm. there's so much none of us know, right? So my work has always been this sort of melding of rationality and science mm -hmm. and what is there with the mystery of what is magic yes. and what is not there, right? Yeah. So if you think, so if I think about those things, it's what I'm drawn to, what turns me on about mm -hmm. that, okay? so. For example, this new deck that we were just talking about, yes. Deep, Dark and Dangerous, right? That has mythos. It has the psychology, the rational psychology of working with the unconscious and the mm -hmm. dark, the shadow, what Jung would call the shadow. But it also was this kind of thing that I was seeing out there that was really, excuse the French, pissing me off mm. about this toxic positivity, this yeah. light, 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 love and light, love and light, love and light white witchcraft which don't get me started on 
like just oh on damn that was my next question started on, oh but you're a white witch right <laughs> no I'm not a white witch I'm a witch <laughs> with a capital W right um and you know let's not even think about the um racial connotations of that whole thing yeah but, um you know so so this was um the the concept for this was I wanted to do something that talked about the monsters, mm. you know, the unshaped, unhidden, unformed parts of ourselves that maybe mm-hmm. we don't like. But we have them. But we've got them. Mm. And if we can see them, transform them or accept them or, you know, whatever, we're going to be happier. Totally. So this is where the rationality comes in for me. I don't do anything, any work. I always ask myself when I'm planning something out, Mm-hmm. Who is this going to benefit? Mm-hmm. Okay, if it's just for fun, excellent. So yeah. I better make it fun. I better yeah. make it happy. I better make it groovy. Right? Mm-hmm. But if it's going to help someone, which I hope my work does, mm-hmm. then I have to make it effective. I have yeah. to make it the writing inspirational, or I have to make it at least clear, you mm-hmm. know, about what I'm after. Um, and something like Deep, Dark and Dangerous, one of the things I want to show is how important it is for us to go down into the dark. Yeah. How we can be Hakati leading Persephone out with her torch, you know, mm-hmm. like how we need to go down into the dark like Inanna, mm-hmm. right? You know, so, so there are so many stories, magnificent mythos, about going into the darkness, mm. right? walking through the valley of the shadow of death mm-hmm. death, but the valley of the shadow of death, mm-hmm. right? so we can reform ourselves into something that is more um you know beneficial for us and others right yeah so you know that this whole deck when i'm writing anything i have the overall arching outcome in mind mm-hmm. right so yep. so as a writer you know you need to be thinking what do I want to do here? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I for each one going back to process, for each one I will write down, so a deck, you know, that's 44 cards. Okay? Yeah. So I'll sit there and I'll work out what 44 I want to put in in a balanced way, right? Yeah. And I'll play with that for quite some time, right? Because there's more than 44 duck goddesses or yeah. monsters or creatures. Mm hundreds of them yeah exactly so I've got to sit there and think okay which 44 are going to go best which is going to be better for divination because obviously people use this as an oracular tool so which is going to give um a broad feel for people to be able to do good divination with Mm -hmm. um and then I have to work out the structure of how I want to um do this so you know for example in the elemental oracle which is real science yes atoms all that sort of stuff i've used a word of power right Mm. or you know an ancient word that meant that thing yep so the people that do spellcraft or the alchemic work with the elements they can use that word of power awesome right so i've thought about it this one doesn't have a word of power right this one has a completely different format Mm. okay because mm-hmm. it's a completely different topic you know like a completely different topic so this one you know um has an idea of duality yeah right so you know um 
in each one of these, even the nastiest monster has a feeling of has a has a duality, right? So you, we might look at a, a particular, you know, creature that takes revenge on somebody, mm-hmm. right? So isn't that justice and revenge? There's yeah. the duality, right? So they're not doing it for no good reason. They're actually doing it because that person's not a very nice person. Yeah. But we don't think about that with monsters, you know? Interesting. And also too, yeah, the second thing in this is I'm really passionate about it with mythos is, and it's come out in this deck in particular, is this idea of how some of the stories originally are different than how they come out now. Mm-hmm. So in particular, stories of female monsters, all right? So mm-hmm. in the beginning, they were one way and then monotheistic religion, Christianity comes over and makes them into these horrible monsters, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, they weren't in the beginning. So mm-hmm. oh, what happened, <laughs> right? So it's, it's important that we actually see the processes of what goes on. I love that. Yeah. I think that's so important as well because shadow work is something that people often don't want to do because it's uncomfortable and you go, of course it's uncomfortable. It is. But the thing is that you have shadows because something is triggering it or something's happened or whatever. So if you don't do it, you're still going to have that shadow in a different yeah. form where you feel anxious or upset or you can't see this person because they make you feel or, this. Or worse, patterns, you know. Exactly. So like, oh, I, I got a shadow. And I go, I'll tell you a really easy way. Do you have something that keeps happening to you? Yeah. You, know, you keep picking the wrong people or you keep, you know, failing at this thing or, you know, whatever. That's where it is. Go deep. You, you need to go in. As the Stoics would say, the Stoic philosophers, the obstacle is the way. Where the blockages go that way. Yeah. And if you do do it, imagine how strong you're going to feel knowing that that shadow, you conquered it and you understood it. And then you have this like deeper understanding of yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, then I can do something else and I can do something else. I can conquer that. You have a choice. You have a choice. You know, don't we all want more choice and freedom? Like, isn't that? I mean, for me anyway, I mean, maybe it's just the Artemis in me. (laughs) Really important I have freedom, you know. But but if I know what my shadow is, I get a choice, Mm. right? Do I keep it? Do I transform it? You know, do I kill it? Yeah. What do do I do with it, right? But I've got to see it first. I've got to be aware of it. And this is the, the beauty of doing shadow work is to kind of, illuminate your blind spots yeah right so important how do you can do it like no one else can do shadow work for you no because you're the one stuck inside your own mind so no one else is going to go I think this is making you feel uncomfortable like you have to go you have to verbalize it and you have to do something otherwise it kind of just like festers and grows and just get rid of it you don't need it yeah and a Mm. lot of this stuff you know even the mythos talks about this a lot of it is is happened when you're a kid, yeah, you know? and you may not ever remember the source of it. Of the of, the of seed was, was planted there. Yeah, yes, and mm. so now, as an adult, as a strong adult, you need to go looking for it. Yeah, right? and you know what? It may all the things that you do is to survive. You did for survival. Good on you. That worked for you then. Mm-hmm. But if it's a pattern and it's not working for you now, 
right, let's go in there and change it. It's, you know, it can be done. It can be done. Believe me, it can be done. (laughs) That's exciting. I reckon they will help so many people because especially cards like that, if you pull one, it's going to tell you something that you need to hear. And you might at first go, I'm just going to put the card back and pretend I didn't get that one. But then if it pops up again, you're like, well, someone's trying to tell you something. Oh, look, you know, it's really, it's really funny. The, the first deck I ever did, or the first two decks were the gods, you know, all about mm-hmm. the gods and goddesses, right? And, you know, there's some, I made sure that there's not all the like pretty ones. in the Yeah. Deck, right? <laughs> and I remember really early this woman coming up to me going, oh yeah, like I really like your deck. But it took me three pulls before I found a goddess I liked. I said, what? And she said, no. <laughs> I pulled it and I got this really ugly, mean-looking one. And then I pulled another one. I got another ugly, mean one. And I, it took me like three or four pulls before I pulled what I liked. And I said, oh, I don't think it works like that. No. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not here to tell you. Yeah. I can suggest how, yeah. how it works. Each to their own, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you do, if you did like a tarot pull and you got the tower card, yeah. like you go, ah, oh, yeah. oh, shit. Oh, All no, right, not fine. Again. <laughs> All right, bring it on. Got the tower. Fine. <laughs> Give me a drink. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so with all your work as well, you do have so many yep. different aspects where you have like a book that's all about the moon. You've got the goddesses. Yeah. You've got yeah. the beautiful book about all the herbs, which is so funny because I actually randomly did a class with yes. Miranda ah! and she was talking. She goes, oh, I did yeah. this book and whatever. And I'm like, oh, I know that book. And she's like, yeah, I did it with my friend Stacey. I'm like, oh, I know her. <laughs> And it was just around the corner from my house. And I was like, well, I was oh my God, say, such a small world. Yeah. yeah. They're great there. I do love going in there. They're so yeah. like, they've just created this beautiful hub of like growth and magic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, Miranda's, Miranda's fantastic and such a joy to work with. She is. She's so beautiful. Like, we had so much fun. Mm, so I can tell. Fun. I can tell. It's yeah. a great book. I always go to it. To like, I said to myself every day I'm going to learn about a new herb and like yeah, write about it. it. So that's yeah. one of the ones I always go to to yeah. like get information from. So well yeah. done to both of you. Oh, you did thank a good you. job. Thank you. <laughs> um, like, and that was a it was a really big project. That like it was yeah, probably it the longest you know project because you know we had COVID in the middle of it and yeah, of we couldn't meet up. You know, so we had to do you know Sydney Melbourne. You know, we had to yeah. do it that way <laughs> and. Like we couldn't launch it properly because we're both in yeah. and it was it was weird. Yeah, but, that's annoying. Um, it was really hard, but you know we're very proud of it. And you uh, should be. It's beautiful book. It's, it's so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Um, so with that, is there yeah. a particular part? that you're really drawn to that like makes your witch heart shine is it the herbs is it the moon like what is your favorite thing (laughs) shine a nice black orb oh look um i think all of the things i write about are part of witchcraft yeah right so i try it's one of my intentions to show people how broad it can be and you know i think there's a temptation out there to just love the witchy aesthetic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. It's such a thing at the moment as well. It's such a thing. And that's fine. That's all Mm -hmm. good. But if you're not the witchy aesthetic, 
I've never been the witchy aesthetic. I mean, and you guys, don't have to be I'm either. From the garden, guys, like, please, <laughs> being chopping down a tree this morning. Yeah, on my, uh, on my uh, path. Um, so I just wanted to represent that you didn't have to be that witchy aesthetic. Uh, that you can be sciencey. Yeah, you know, uh, that you can be kind of rational. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't tend to write the very ungrounded stuff, as you mentioned this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a certain style that not mm-hmm. everybody loves, and that's fine. You know, that's all good. We're all, we're all, you know, you don't love everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, if somebody said to me, "I had to choose," you know, like I'm not, I'm not meant to have favorites. You know, like it's like having children. I know favorite. Um, anything to do with with the real natural environment, yeah. Right. So, you know, like I I love um, the the deck I did on the animals, divine mm. animals. Like the, I had so much fun researching that. Mm-hmm. So when you get to like talk to the person who's the world authority on this particular animal, because wow. you're getting as bullshit in your research, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that's right. And so you you tap all your contacts and, yeah. like, oh, and somebody comes up and says, I know the person that is the world authority on this one. I reckon they're going to give you, the, you know, see if you can talk to them. And this person gives you 15 minutes of their time. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is so great. Like, mm-hmm. and then I can take that and I can tell them about the mythos of this animal. Cool. I don't know that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, and this is this. Oh, I didn't know. So I'm teaching them something. They're teaching yeah. That's that's the joy of this, yes. right? Um, so I think that and also this idea that magic, anything to do with magic is we can pull everything together from what we have. Mm. Right? We are not. We are a part of nature, not apart from nature. Yes. Right? We are nature, right? Mm-hmm. So when someone says, oh, I like the nature, I go, oh, you love yourself, right? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you are nature. You you're are, a living thing that you know, goes you around. You're part of a biome. Mm. Yeah, so if I can show people how magnificent that is, mm-hmm. that we can make our magic, we can pull our gods and goddesses in, mm-hmm. we can do all of that, you know, and obviously mythos is the other thing. Right? Yeah. You know, everything I write has mythos. Yes. It. Um, then I think we have a chance of saving the planet, right? Like I've always thought paganism as a way forward, it can help educate. Can you imagine help- if everyone turned into a pagan? Oh fuck! If everyone fell in love with, I know. you know, their backyard again. I know. Okay, you know. That's like- what I. It, it's one thing that puts me into a rage is when you see people raiding other countries. You know, yeah. worrying about what company bought what company and how much for and blah 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 blah. I'm like, imagine if yeah. the planet disappeared, then none of us would have any of this. So maybe we need to stop all the crap and go. Well, let's look after the planet first. And then you can yeah. worry about all the stuff that doesn't matter later because without the earth, we <laughs> don't exist. Is that a hard yeah. concept? No, it's not. No, no. And look, I think the the great spiritual love that a lot of people have, like, you know, witchcraft is having a moment. We all know that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, you know, so 
as you know, strangely enough, as an elder now, you know, like I've got all these young people under, you know, like <laughs> you're an elder, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not an elder. I'm not old enough to be Excuse an elder. But, you know, like, they see you that way, you know, because you're like, you know. You are wise. You're 50. No, well, you know, if you're, if you're sort of 40 or 50, you're old, right? So therefore you're an elder, right? So, you know, I think it's, they, they kind of see you as someone that should be living the pathway, mm-hmm. living your practice. Mm-hmm. And unless you can live your practice, what good is it? Yeah. Right? And I've always felt that way. Yeah. Right? If you can't live your spiritual practice or your religious practice or whatever yeah. it is in your guideline, then what good is it? Mm. Right? And if that is just to control other people, that's not very good. Right? No, it's not. <laughs> but, you know, this is the, we're in a time now where there's these extremes. So I think we need to hold the line here as, you know, as, as the sort of... Um, you know, to, to sort of say you can be spiritual or ethical or whatever word you want to put in it, um, but also quite rational about things. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, and quite magical about things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of difference. No. You know, I think that's what I'm trying to do in my work, you know, which, mm. which meant the original word, which meant weaver. Yeah. Right. So I take that very Putting seriously. Putting things together. I, I want to weave logos mm. and mythos together. You know, that's what I want to do. I love that. That's great. That's a good, really good way of looking at it. Mm. Um, so we talked about the morning. Yeah. Let's go to the end of the day. Yep. Do you have an evening ritual? Yes, I do. I do. So sunset, um, if I'm around at sunset, mm-hmm. I will light a candle at sunset. Mm-hmm. On the just to say is the, the day is ending yep there we go um and before i go to bed i will think about how the day went yep and i think about how did i how did i go all right mm-hmm. and if there's anything really awful i just say to my body sleep will process it i want you to take that away all right because i'm going to do better tomorrow yep right yeah and I ask for protection for the house and you know my family very simple you mm-hmm. know nothing spectacular because you know if you've had a big day you've had a big day I'm sure you're done <laughs> I'm done so basically five minutes of, Beautiful. Of, you know, thank you and I will you know light the Vesta thing and I'll blow that out before I go to bed mm-hmm. um very nothing you know but just a, a gratitude thank you for letting me have another day mm-hmm. all the basics <laughs> all the basics right and, and I think actually having a little think about what the day was like mm. and then letting it go that's important yeah like mm-hmm. I've got to do this tomorrow that's okay but you're not beating myself up you know like I you know I've, I've said this before to people I used to be a perfectionist right yeah. like you know Stand up, I'm Stacey DeMarco, I'm a perfectionist, right? <laughs> There's no good that comes from that, let me no. tell you, right? So being able to let stuff go and go, all right, that wasn't perfect, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do better tomorrow or not, but I, you know, I'm going to let that one go. Mm-hmm. I, I sleep like a babe. Good. You because know, I don't worry about it, right? I let it go. And I've got tomorrow, get up early go and do that, plug in, go and do my morning ritual. 
perfect and I think there's a lot of power in letting it go and having Mm. that sleep because without the good sleep then the next day will automatically start to go down but if you can like start fresh and the sun will come up again then it's endless possibilities Exactly. It's a cycle. It's we, a cycle. I mean, we're pagan, we're witches, we're meant to be looking at the cycles of light and dark. And, mm-hmm. You know, like it's not always going to be good. Some days are shit. <laughs> some days are <laughs> right? And some days are gold, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Right? But then it's not all things shall pass, you know, like it's never, it's never going to stay that way. No, no, you know? not at all. All right, so before we finish, I have five yes. Spitfire round questions for oh, you. Oh, God, okay. You better pay attention. Yes. Right. First one, what is a movie you could watch a thousand times? Oh, gosh. Um, probably Star Wars, the original Star Wars movie. I've just started that again. Oh, um, my God, me too. Like, I, I, look, that, there's probably a lot. I mean, Blade Runner I could watch mm-hmm. as well. Um, there's lots of movies. I, I love movies. But Beautiful. Like, that was the first one. Yep. Uh, what is a book that changed your life? So this, is it the spiral path or the spiral dance? Spiral I dance. Know, I can't, I've got a mental blank. <laughs> yeah. By star. Well, that was, that was one. Um, yeah. But, but also I'm going to be really nerdy here. I hope yeah. you don't mind. Um, Herodotus is the histories, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is a, non-fiction ancient history text yeah um because it was the thing that turned me on to proper ancient history oh beautiful he was one of the first you know surviving i suppose historical texts of the ancient world so um that's not nerdy yeah oh it is nerdy (laughs) so nerdy oh my god yes um if you could be an animal for a day what Mm. animal would you be I would be one of my peregrine falcons. Yeah. Wake everyone because, up. Yes, but also <laughs> I watch them hunt. Right? Oh, yeah. and how, I mean, I don't want to necessarily hunt anything, but the way they fly, they're the fastest creature on earth, right? So the way they drop out of the sky and the way they hunch their, like just the whole biomechanics. Yeah. You know, I would, yeah, I could do that. Cool. <laughs> I could do That's that a good one. Them. Yeah. Uh, if you could travel anywhere just right now, where would you go? I would be on the African savannah. Ooh, right good now. one. I would be on the Mara or in the Serengeti or the Kalahari. Um, yeah, somewhere, somewhere on safari. Beautiful. Yeah. And last question, what does happiness look like for you? happiness looks like um the place where my my um where my home is I suppose like Mm -hmm. and I don't mean home in the sense of I'm in my home right now but happy if I think about when I'm most happy it's when I feel most connected, mm-hmm. right? So that's my home where, where I'm getting my... Your soul home. My soul home is, mm. right? So that's generally in nature. Mm-hmm. It's generally with people I love or with my animals. Like if I, you know, like yesterday 
I was sitting there, you know, with my my two dogs just came up, sat under my armpits, you know, like, oh. you know, I was sitting on the couch having a rest and they both just sat there and it was like those big dog sighs and, you know, just sitting there for me. And I couldn't, couldn't go back to my work. No. Was so cuddly and, you know. I just looked out the window and how beautiful it looked, you know, with the storm. There was a storm yesterday, as you know, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like I feel so happy here. Nice. You know, so content, you know. So what does happiness look like? I, I you know, happiness looks like home, I suppose. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a really perfect answer. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for being here and for chatting. I had the best time. Oh, thank you. It was Thank a pleasure. You. Oh my God. I'm so glad we finally got to do I this. I know, me too. And everyone go and look at everything that this amazing woman has created because oh. it's like truly it's a, a must. If you if you need to learn, learn well. Go to Stacey. I I totally I love everything that you've done. Oh, thank you. And look, I will send you like I like. No, I've already ordered it. I wanted to support you. I've pre-ordered oh, no, it. Oh no. Yes. No, you got to support each other. <laughs> I know, I know, but still, no. Thank you very much for having me. No worries. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Thank you for being here. All right. Well, have a good one. Yay. Bye. Thank you. Bye.